Bill O'Reilly here, Monday, July 11th, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. President Biden goes viral with another blunder. Far-left groups offer a bounty for information about Supreme Court justices. The governor of Texas moved to secure that border. New Yorkers rally behind a bodega owner charged with murder. Also ahead, clueless Americans, how do we treat them? But first, critics mocking Joe Biden's latest gaffe. The president was delivering a major address on abortion when he began reading instructions on the teleprompter. It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. The end of quote thing, repeat the line, was an instruction to Mr. Biden. He was not supposed to read that. But since he doesn't know what he's saying some of the time, he did. A report from the New York Times claims staffers are increasingly worried about Mr. Biden's ability to function. A radical organization called Shutdown DC offering a $250 payment for the locations of Supreme Court justices in public. The group asking workers at a restaurant to tip off protesters on social media. Twitter claims the bounty is not in violation of their safety policies. Justice Kavanaugh was chased from a Washington, D.C. steakhouse over the weekend by pro-abortion activists. Texas Governor Abbott authorizing state authorities to detain illegal migrants and return them to the U.S.-Mexico border. The Republican governor blaming the immigration nightmare on President Biden said Abbott, quote, as the challenges on the border continue to increase, Texas will continue to take action to address those challenges caused by the Biden administration, unquote. Under President Biden, at least 250,000 migrants illegally enter the USA every month. New Yorkers rallying behind a bodega owner charged with murder after he fatally stabbed a violent customer. Security footage shows the owner getting attacked by an irate man. Prosecutors initially wanted $250,000 bail for the shopkeeper, but lowered the figure to $50,000 after outrage. This is an impossible situation in New York City. In a moment, the New York City DA is not the only clueless person around. Right back. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com, use promo code BILL at checkout. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, a scourge in America. We all know them. People whose initial response to hearing anything is, really? Millions of folks live in the twilight. They don't know much. That's because it's hard to absorb complicated information. You have to listen and retain what you hear. Then you have to remember it. Oh, wow, that's a challenge. Especially for Americans who sail through the public school system doing very little actual work. Sadly, there are tens of millions of them. They cannot speak properly, and the last book they read was Goodnight Moon. If it's not on Instagram, forget it. Now, some years back, I invented a TV segment called Water's World. I sent Jesse Waters all over the country to ask regular folks questions like, what is the Supreme Court? Many of the answers were hilarious, catapulting Mr. Waters to television fame. That exercise was not designed to humiliate, but to enlighten. We are surrounded by people who only know what their apps show them. This presents a national problem. Many charlatans and grifters get elected to powerful positions because the electorate is, well, unsophisticated, generally speaking. Joe Biden is perhaps the best example of that in American history. 80 million citizens voted for him, even though Biden had not demonstrated any problem-solving ability at all. Why? because the voters dislike Donald Trump. The nation voted on emotion. Few looked past Trump's personality and examined his record, which was pretty darn good, especially on the economy. But members of the Clueless Club are not big on analyzing stuff. It takes them away from texting about how Shirley across the street has a booze problem. So how should Americans who pay attention and seek the truth treat those who don't? Excellent question that requires some thought. First, the Constitution guarantees the right to be a moron. If you don't want to know anything about your country or society, no one can force you to learn once school is over. Second, Condescension is not good. If the person you're dealing with is not exactly a PhD, don't hire or marry them. Otherwise, smile and wave as you depart. Third, as a former high school teacher, I know learning cannot happen unless the person actually wants knowledge. Again, we live in the iPhone age where escape from reality and responsibility is a finger click away always. The option to fritter away your life with trivial pursuits has never been more powerful. When I was an urchin, I watched the Mickey Mouse Club. Annette was there, so was I. At the end of each episode, Mouseketeer Jimmy told the audience that the Disney kids liked them. My clueless friends actually believed that, but not me. I knew the mouse was a cartoon and the kids were in it for money. Kind of like politics today. I was not clueless. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve the message by writing it. In a moment, something you might not know. 
Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 218 years ago today, one of the most infamous gunfights in history occurred in northern New Jersey. The shootout killed a Revolutionary War hero and a founder. Here is the story behind the duel between Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr. Born in the Caribbean, Hamilton arrived in the American colonies in 1773 as a poor migrant. He joined the Continental Army, then served as a delegate at the Constitutional Convention. In 1789, he was appointed the first Secretary of the Treasury by President George Washington. Aaron Burr hailed from an aristocratic family in New Jersey. He joined the Continental Army as well in 1775. He was elected to the U.S. Senate in 1790, then assumed the vice presidency under Thomas Jefferson. Hamilton and Burr detested one another. Alexander worked for decades to ruin Burr's career. During the election of 1800, Alexander Hamilton played a key role in breaking an electoral deadlock between Thomas Jefferson and Aaron Burr. They were tied. And Hamilton handed the presidency to Jefferson. Burr then switched parties and sought the nomination for governor of New York. Again, Hamilton used his influence to block Aaron Burr's ambitions. The two men agreed to a duel to settle the rivalry. On July 11th, 1804, Aaron Burr shot Alexander Hamilton in the stomach, the bullet lodging in his spine. Hamilton was carried to his home in Manhattan, where the 49-year-old died the next day. And here's something else you might not know. A few years later, Aaron Burr would be tried by the federal government for treason, but not for killing Hamilton. In the summer of 1807, Burr was accused of concocting a wicked conspiracy against the United States. He was in cahoots with the British monarchy, working to create a separate country west of the Mississippi River, where Burr would then be crowned emperor. Aaron Burr was acquitted of those charges, but his name is now forever associated with treachery and treason. Back after this. 
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.